well, people. I'm afraid we're nearly at the end of our wee little podcast series. No! But thank you so much for listening week in and week out to our unstructured, semi-drunken ramblings on issues and songs. And we really hope you've enjoyed this window into our process. Now, if you just can't get enough of us and repeat listens aren't going to cut it and you live in the UK... Why don't you come and see us live on tour? Yes! It begins on September the 20th of 2019 in Bridport, wherever that is, and it ends on October the 26th of the same year in Stockton. I've heard of that one. And in between, we are heading to Northampton, Colchester, Halifax, Whitehaven, Buxton, Birmingham, Leicester, Hove, Haven, Bristol, Reading, Margate, Cambridge, Cheltenham, Leeds, Harrogate, Nottingham, Salford, Glasgow, unfortunately, and Newcastle. So, tickets are on sale now, and we want them to not be on sale anymore, because there aren't any left anymore, because it's sold out already. So, you know what to do. Bye! Give us good reviews! A quick public service announcement to the people of Sydney! We will be performing at the Seymour Centre as part of the inaugural Sydney International Cabaret Festival on the 6th and 7th of July this year. Now, our IT analyst tells us we have literally some listeners in Sydney. So to you guys, we say, come on down. And to the rest of you, why not visit the beautiful Australian capital in the height of summer? You can, what? It's... Oh, is it not the capital? Oh, oh, it's Canberra. No, I don't know it. And it's... So it's not summer. Where's July? It's different. July is winter. Well, what's the point in that? I'm sorry, we were told that we were going to Sydney in July. So obviously I assume that we were going to a tropical place in the middle of... This is absolute bollocks. Um, Get Trevor on the phone. No, why should we sign the contract? Hello, everyone. We are... Laura Corcoran and Matthew Jones. A.K.A. Frisky and Manish. And for this one, it's a slightly different one because this isn't a song that we wrote per se. It is an arrangement. Mm. That's an arrangement if you don't speak fluent French like me. Um, (laughs) And this was the opening number of our show Cabaret, which was our little political angsty rancy show that we did that most of the songs that we have talked about so far um, feature in. And this was how we opened the show. So why, what, what, why, 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 why this song? Why open a show? Why? Yeah, I mean, like, what, 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 what effect were we trying to create? I mean, we do love an epic opener. We do. Um, apart from actually, our very first show was just us at a piano. Step click, step <laughs> click, step click. It wasn't meant to be. <laughs> no, sure. But then once we got the capacity, you know, we built up a bit, and we we did like to open with a banger of, of a sort of medley and a mashup that just just kind of blasted to people. Uh, you know, just just kind of got people into the party mood, I suppose. Because got people Shows kind of them the suit. Shows them the suit. Yes. Yeah. 
Andrew Maxwell once said to us, yes. Mm, quoting Max Miller, yes. Of course, yeah. um, Yes, no, because I, you know, often uh, you don't know what to expect when you go and see a show, you're sitting there, you're like, what's going on? Those what's five happening? minutes are kind of essential to just kind of... They are. So part of it is just people. kind of letting people look at us and go, oh, she's weird, he's wearing yeah. leggings. She can sing, he can dance, he can play piano, she's funny, you know, like, list Thanks of for finding me another one, I appreciate that. <laughs> I um, gave you one that's really good. Wikipedia. Um, I mean, like stuff. Yes, stuff and also, but at the same time, like you say, it's like the opening track on an album. You've got to set the tone. You've yeah. got to get people excited. You want to create a, a sense of and give yeah. some somewhere for people who are excited to put that energy that they've come in with and like go whoa bomb. Yeah. And for us, we've got a lot of nervous energy when we start a show. You it's really good. Spend a lot of it. Yeah, it's like, just it's kind like of um, vomit a plane, out. You know, dropping fuel before landing. It's like we need to get rid of some of that because otherwise we're going to like overshoot the runway. That's quite an visual image of us going on and just like shitting fuel plopping the fuel out <laughs> I think it's really good in order to not overshoot the runway we have to just get rid of some fuel that's, that's true what we do I never actually thought about it like that but that's kind of true we but then it means that. we land and we're on the ground just kind of sitting on the ground okay it's not a great analogy no. for our show but the principle is that we need a bit of an energy dump everybody yeah. kind of needs a bit of an energy, energy dump, dump. <laughs> it's good yeah um, so that will be why we but did a, sh- a song. this one isn't energy like some of our others true it's well I mean and this was probably our first uh, choice that really let people know if you've seen Frisky Honest before if you if you think you know what we do yeah. which for a good five or so shows before this we've been appearing in high tops and trainers and ludicrous like colourful corsets and wigs and singing you know Britney and Shania and all form We've of take that. We've never done Shania. I, well, now, not now we that should. she's a bloody Trump supporter. No. But um, yeah, you know, we wanted to. We what we needed to do was to basically let people know. Right, you might need to recalibrate your thoughts if you're a, an experienced frisky managed goer. We want to uh, let you know that this is a different angle, and the angle was obviously it's mood. It was yeah, well, yeah. well, it was ragey. I think it we, was we wanted some comedy rage, righteous anger, yeah. and. <clears throat> We, um, yeah, so it's quite, um, yeah, so it's a very, it's quite an intense. It's intense. It was intense to do. Start. Mm. Um, and um, it is a mashup, it's worth saying. It is a mashup. And we took as our basis Tears for Fears Shout, an amazing song. <laughs> I'm obsessed with Tears yeah, for Fears. That was your, I love it. That was your push. Yeah, it was. You, you really wanted that. I was very keen on and it. I was like, can we also have. Janet Jackson. Yes, and we did. <laughs> yeah. um, so yes, so we combined a bit of a bit of the Jack, a bit well, a bit of Michael Jackson, Janet Jackson, Scream, um, and a bit of Want to Be Starting Something. Want to be starting something. And then I don't quite know how the thought came along, but I think we just suddenly thought, well, what about Lulu shout? Because of the word shout, I, I mean, suppose that's what we do. Made we, the link. How do we make the links? It's we a bit link of with words. We link with people. We link with sounds, ideas. Yeah. So concepts. So we knew that Scream had great lyrics about righteous anger. You yeah. know, it's all about you know tired of injustice, tired, tired of, of schemes. Um, that was literally our our sort of motto. That's exactly what we're trying to say. So it laid it all out for us. And then want to be starting something was a slightly sillier angle on that. Yeah. But it's still kind of what we're saying. Like we're going for a fight. We're, we're gunning for a fight. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the Lulu link was just kind of a bit of fun wordplay. And then in the middle we. Just just drop into the soundtrack from the piano. Oh, one of the most, one of the all-time great soundtracks. I think you just started playing that when well, we were rehearsing it, well, it. So it was there was there was reasons for this. There was reasons. There is reasons. We did it because reasons. No, but it was because um, that is a an incredibly evocative piece. Yes. That is actually from a film in which the main character doesn't say anything. Do you get it? So sometimes the reason we link things is because of opposites, because comedy is about incongruity between form and content. Indeed. As you always say. I have. Um, 
I, dear listener, never knew that. So there we go. Levels, levels. I mean, I probably thought that. You were also just. I think you were just saying it was like tone, like musically. I just played it because it's fun. (laughs) But just that made real good sense. And it linked musically very nicely, and it was just quite fun. And and also, I think that's another thing when you're putting together medleys, you want to keep a lot of different colours. Yeah. And textures. Otherwise, just a, it's, it's it's a melee. Yes, it's a big no, old mess. No one likes a melee. Nobody wants a melee. <laughs> um, <laughs> so unless you mean the Malaysians, we like those. They're no one wants a melee. If that was taken, clipped out, just can a you clip. imagine? Awful. No, I have a Malaysian friend, so I know. I've had that. two Malaysian boyfriends. So oh, I'm fully Malay. Oh my god. I think I'm half Malay that, Lay Malay. That's something there's something in that. I don't know. We'll workshop it. We'll find a thing. <laughs> I think we're good with that one. Okay. Um so um so yes, making medleys, putting things together. So yes, yeah. so so the the things that link it for us are both musical but also sense logic line of thinking yeah. based. Because I, I think, yeah, importantly, we our we approach it with a, a comedy joke idea that's obviously contained in the lyrics, but because we're both such like avid lovers of music and musicians ourselves, we then try and make the music as brilliant as possible. Yeah. But I do think our our drive or you know our impulse is usually because of the what can be contained in the words and what we can then use yeah. use those words to then pretend is happening or really say it's happening. And I find really weirdly when we're talking in terms of the music, we don't often discuss that. Like the words no. will sort of go, oh yeah, this has got tired of injustice. Oh, and this has got this link, and those is. And we'll sort of say those things, but often with the music, we kind of just go, "Oh, it should be this," and the, yeah, yeah, it should be that, and this, and it's much more instinctual, which yeah. is quite nice. Which is why when sometimes when people say, "How do you make your medleys? Oh, can you work with me to help me make a medley or something?" You know, yeah. someone who maybe wants to try it themselves, and you sort of think, "I think we do." This is really arrogant. I think we do make it look quite easy. I mean, is that we do? But but that is that is something to do with just having a sense of also. I have a sense of what you like. And what you would like to sing, and how you yep. like to sing, where you like to sing, what yep. sort of tones, and that then makes for it. You know, sometimes it will be a case of the, the 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 songs that we end up with are just songs that just that just speak to you or me that that we yep. already have in our lives in our heads because you know. Well, that definitely works both ways because I think there are often yep. times where I'll probably give you a bit of bravery to do something that you kind of go, I can't, that's too silly, I that's couldn't. too stupid, I couldn't possibly, and I I'm like, couldn't, it's no coward, yeah. ridiculous, do it. <laughs> oh yeah, you didn't want to do no coward. I did not because it was it was just too, it was I found it very cringy because I didn't find it funny because I thought well that's just kind of a, a slightly older fashioned version of what I am like anyway. <laughs> So I was like, well, this isn't funny if Friendly. I just go, hello, blah, 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 talk, talk fast in a posh way. Just uh, FYI, Google uh, Frisky and Manish, Noel Coward versus Lily Allen, if you have absolutely no idea what we're talking about. It was one of the pieces, one of our very first things that we did in our first show, where we, we Hopelessly made them now. swap, Hopelessly dated swap now. music. Um, but it ended up being something that I think got well received. Uh, yeah, people loved that. And combo. was enjoyed. So, yeah. yeah, you know, that's that's the key to it, isn't it? You just kind of... You start to you. It's good, isn't it, to work with somebody who knows you better than you know yourself. Yeah, so. and it's and it's yeah, just sort of oh, you know, they they're pulling away from that because they're a bit nervous or or yeah. modest or something. I'm gonna I'm gonna just like go at it a bit because I have a feeling that that they just need to push. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. Um, however, there is a thing we are. Uh, we've got different but complementary voices, I think. Mm. Um, and oftentimes there is a difficulty finding a key. Oh god. That suits us both. Yeah. Um and often one of us will have to make a bit of a compromise. Yeah. You know, well often we both make a bit of a compromise. I think it's we not do, yeah, yeah, any, yeah. in any way ideal for either of us. This particular song is 
an absolute titting nightmare for me. It is to really sing. bad. Why it's did we? Why did we? Why did I win so this one? So <laughs> high! It's so high, so loud. I don't remember. I don't remember like demanding you go up there, but I'm sure it was probably just a thing where we we realised. Well, I think to I, have the effect. I sang it one time. I was like, yeah, that'd be fine. And then like on the third your own fault. show, fine, I was like, oh. <laughs> also, if you imagine this is how we open a show. I go out there and I sing the highest I can possibly sing, yeah. belting the highest and loudest I can possibly sing, and holding and sustaining those notes for yeah. hours. It's if Defying Gravity came at the beginning of the show oh. and then she had to do The Wizard and I and then she had to do, you know. It's, it's, yeah. it's ridiculous. She it's, wouldn't. She'd refuse. No. Um, She'd give her Tony back. So I'm really hoping I'll never have to sing this ever again now that we've recorded it and we've talked about it and put it Listeners, out on Listeners, can you, can you on-call request it at every show Please. we do from now on? Never make me sing it again. No, actually, it, I don't want that either because it's it's tough for me as well because it's a, a real basher on the piano because yeah. we're, what we're trying to do is create this, I mean, the Tears for Fears track. Well, obviously, we've so produced it more we have. than we perform it. On stage, We just it's just us. It's just us. Uh, the piano, two yeah. voices. We once had a guitar. We did! On the very first show, we actually paid a guy to come and the play wonderful Eleki John Worth. guitar. Fabulous, fabulous And that guitarist. was amazing because that did give us the kind of the extra sort of raunch yeah. and roughness and yeah. kind of rock vibe to it but generally I mean that's not that's not what people come to see us for and that's not what we we do you know we yeah. do do it's just us and a piano and often that's what people say is, yeah. is kind of the magic of it is that it's all being created but by that when we're recording things often we produce things more because there's a lot I think that we give um visually facially but also that I think there is a bit of an intangible energy that life, we yeah. throw out and that the audience create and there is there's definitely you know if you're not the sort of if you like to listen to podcasts you like to listen to music you don't like to go to gigs too much I urge you I urge you to <laughs> find the kind of gigs because big gigs they can be a bit of a nightmare a lot of people but crowded whatever but you can go to small gigs you can go to different kinds of places right. see different kinds of people and I urge you because there is a kind of group of vibe that's created that is that is completely impossible to capture yeah. in any other way it's completely felt um, and I think that's something that we very much enjoy creating and playing with um, yeah and of course, we can't put that across in the studio, so that's when no. we come back to producing more. We're just like, well, we need, we need an extra thing there to just make that pop, make that land. Yeah. yeah. So it's maybe not how it sounds exactly, but it's how it feels. Absolutely. Yes. Got to create a feeling. The process of recording this particular song, I mean, it was quite similar to how we've recorded a lot of our bits and bobs over the years. Yes, it was. I mean, we always... <laughs> We do usually, you know, lay down my piano as a guide. Yeah. But, you know, how the, the structure of the song as we play it live, we need to get that recorded so that we can then... I mean, sometimes the piano gets removed completely. Immediately, yeah. Um, yeah, immediately well, not, and completely. Immediately, get it away. <laughs> get it away from me. Yes. Um, but, you know, if it's a song that, that when we're recording it, we're deciding, we, you know, we're going to go in the direction of the instrumentation of the actual song or the vibe and it's not piano, then it goes. But we need it to begin from. Yeah. Um, oh, and then, then we have to find sounds. Uh, that's when I usually leave the room because it is the most tedious thing. Yeah. Just you have to play like the same thing over and over again. We have a lot of sounds because we have good, again. you know, have good program with all you the know, all the MIDI synths. We use Logic if you're interested, yeah. um, and, and you go through all the sounds, and I just it's like the same. Like it's because it's like, they're called it, things. They're called it, things like Dream Cloud uh, One, and they're or, like, is it boop or boop or beep? Or uh, me? Do you want or it with reverb, with a delay, with a yeah, with an amp? It's a form of torture for me. And also because often with this one we didn't necessarily do this, but with previous ones we've actually tried to ape an existing recording, an existing pop song to the degree of I mean and we've we've actually I think we've done it yeah, yeah with the the help of amazing tech producer Barry we have yeah, actually yeah. managed to get some incredibly realistic lifelike copies of things like Lily Allen or Florence the Machine or something but it does take 
oh, hours of yeah. just going through each little sound and then listening back to the original track and going, oh, it's a little bit more. And, you know, obviously these people will have access to things that we, we don't have access to, that, you yeah. know, professional samples of or real instruments. My God, can you imagine if we actually had a real instrument for I once? Mean... Instead of me just bashing it on the keyboard or, you know, you <laughs> pretending to sing it. It's a filthy habit. You really shouldn't do that anymore. <laughs> Um, no, yes, it is. Yeah. It's a, it is a lengthy process. Um, so, and so be grateful for God's sake. Be goddamn grateful. One of the things that actually probably comes together quicker, even though it sounds like it probably takes ages, is all the harmonies and things. Mm. That's one thing that we can kind of whop out. We do love it. We do. I, I think that's where you can. Yeah, you, we love a harm. We know how much it. I mean, that's the sort of secret. The secret ingredient, isn't it, mm. to a lot of songs? That maybe pe- people who aren't musicians themselves, when they hear a pop song, they're like, "Oh, I love this song. It sounds great." You might not know why. Yeah. And it's often to do with a really well placed little kind of harmony line that is just making the, the tune sing. I sing harmonies along to songs now. You do, I don't. It's so annoying. Um, but I think we both we both give good blend. Well, I'm glad you say that. We I, give good vocal I just blend. Try to. Not ruin it. And um, you do good. You do. We do good matching to each other. Phrasing. Well, I've and learned things. that over the years. Yeah. I've. I don't. I did not. Come, I did not come ready made. <laughs> oh. I did not come whittled. ready. It's been whittled. I've been whittled, and it was quite a painful process. Thank you. Oh well. You're very good at it. It was worth it. Worth it. So, is there any musical geeks out there going? Oh, that's interesting. Thank goodness for you, because everybody else is going. The tit are you talking about? We have <laughs> no idea. What are comedy. you doing? I want funnies and tell lols. a joke. Yeah. Um, but we thought you might be interested in some of maybe one of you in, in the process that goes behind it. Um, and I mean, perhaps this is because this song isn't particularly about a specific issue. It's about raising your voice, isn't it? It's about mm. finding things to be not how you think they should be, and and making some noise about expressing it, expressing how you feel about the things that affect other people or you or everyone. And so. In that respect, I suppose it was a good way for us to kick off this show because I suppose that's what we were trying to do. Yeah, absolutely. And well, we were encouraging people. Um, you know, we were encouraging people to speak back to us. Yeah. We even had this whole thing of if you see injustice, this was a thread of the show. Hopefully, we can reveal it now. It was, you know. Well, hopefully, it, we'll never perform it. Again, which you know what I mean? Yeah. Before it was this. a little bit of a spoiler, but now this is probably fine. But uh, one of the through lines of the show that we hoped would be a, a very fun thread to follow was to at the beginning of the show. Uh, introduce people to the idea that the world was full of injustice and that now so more than ever people need to really stand up and object if they feel that something is exploitative or is unfair or wrong and we said at the very beginning we are giving you that opportunity we are telling you right now if you see anything on this stage that you think is unjust you must call it out loudly with your voices we even encouraged them to shout at us there was an entire bit of warm up where we got people to do that and then we went on with the show and everyone obviously sat back down and thought, right, let's watch this nice cabaret show. And then gradually through the show, we did some awful things. We, we literally did. took people's seats away. We made one person a queen and we gave her presents and pizza. And and we made another person get drinks. her a drink. We literally wouldn't continue the show until the, another person went and got the queen a drink. And we didn't give them any money or a free drink they had to pay. No, of course. We, we we went and collected. We put the ticket price up during the show. We did put the ticket price up during the show. We made everybody <laughs> give us twenty p before we did. The rest and what of the show. we ended up with once it all went round, because obviously we, you know we let a, a, a stagehand person take the thing around, and then at the end of the show we had I think about you know sort of two fifty in coins and a tampon and a condom. <laughs> and did, oh, we had a badge. That was a nice one. Okay, fine. We had a badge. Come on, tampon and condom. That was hilarious. Useful, wasn't? useful trading. <laughs> I like it. Um, but that did get a bit out of control because then we suddenly realised that people were just. Heckling us and, at all times. Anything they didn't like that we said, yeah. even and we were like, "Oh, this injustice!" They just this shout. Is backfired. Yeah. So we, we kind of rein that in a bit. But again. I think that that was certainly the the 
impetus behind when when we were making the show we were thinking wouldn't it be great if we could actually create a situation in which we um you know make everyone feel really happy and like they're at a great show and you know and then suddenly start like subtly doing things that before you know it you're in a horrendous totalitarian state yeah. of frisky and manage owning everything it's true well it's gonna be frisky owned everything and manage, manage was gonna rebel i enjoyed uh the very first version we had and a very different of us chrysalis um performed Stop. at the end as a banker and we made him we made him do all sorts of awful things to himself, like set himself on fire and jump on glass. It was very put his, cathartic. Put his hand in a bear trap. Yeah, it was a very cathartic experience to punish the financial sector that way. But yeah. uh, don't worry, listeners, he was a professional. And a, such a lovely trained, guy. A beautiful human. Yeah, exactly. Um, but just happens to be able to put his hand in a bear trap. Indeed. I enjoyed that very much. That was a nice touch. <laughs> and that's actually, maybe it's now is a good time to talk about some of the other performers that were involved that we think people should know about and we look up. We definitely should. Well, Chrysalis... I mean, Christmas you can find at the box often, can't you? Uh, yes. Um, the box he's, in Soho. He, he's really pushing the boundaries of what's <laughs> allowed and acceptable. It's amazing. Uh, there was Lolo Brow, who we mm, had mentioned in another, in another piece, um, who, who has a lot to say about gender. She's phenomenal. Yep. Um, uh, there was the wonderful Pretty Miss Cairo, who Miss sadly Cairo. is not performing anymore. Yeah, she lives in Australia, doesn't she? Yeah, she's a hairdresser now. But yeah. was exploring the, the boundaries of gender and really went to the naked edge of that. I mean, really. It was enjoyable. Bum in a face. Yeah. There was a bum in a face. And um, who else did we have? Well, we had the aforementioned Scotty and Johnny Woo. Yeah. Both of whom have been Icons of the queer yeah, yeah, yeah. scene. I mean, they, yeah. People who we've admired before we did this. Absolutely. You know, so, royalty. Yeah, royalty. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, very, very... very both very worth looking up. Yeah. Um Des O'Connor, not that one, <laughs> not that Des O'Connor, a different Des O'Connor, but a, a very, very gifted songwriter. Yeah. Um, and General Dark Soul. Yeah, who's just so, I mean, the the, the sharpness of his kind of take on everything. He's yeah. so witty and he did a piece about, he did an environmental piece. He did a piece about yeah. the environment. It was very, So we were trying very to good. touch all bases. Well, we didn't want anyone to, and also we didn't want the audience to come away feeling, oh, you know, I just feel preached at for yeah, an hour. Yeah, and Yeah, and, what are the, and again, what are these people doing about mm. it? <laughs> you know, what, what, why am I hearing this? And yeah. so it was really great to kind of, everyone sort of came with a, a really entertainingly, you know, at some points ferocious and, and hard hitting, but also sometimes yeah. really just frivolous and silly take on something yeah, absolutely. that would still make you think about the thing. Yeah. And so we had a great... Yeah. And, of course, we had the stunning Kitty Bang Bang. We did! She well, set her that is. literal boobies on fire. Oh, my goodness. She does. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, she's a badass in so fire, many ways. Fire I mean, eater. There was, you know, like Nicki Minaj said, I give zero fucks and I've got zero chill in me. That absolutely. is Kitty Bang Bang. She's, and she's a motherfucking monster. She's got the righteous rage. Absolutely. Um, oh, and there was also Matt Ricardo. Matt Ricardo. Gentleman gifted, juggler. Gentleman juggler. Um, whose emails in response <laughs> to Britain's Got Talent, talent scouting every year, which if you are a fellow performer, you'll be familiar with. If you are a muggle consumer, of the talent shows, you may not be aware that they do do a little bit of research and they contact people to see if they would be interested in coming on the show. And obviously for a lot of us, we decide that perhaps we do not want to relinquish the control fully to the TV producers who, of course, are making a television show and that is their that primary is concern. They're you, not yes. really worried about how you may come off from that. Yes. Um Mr Ricardo has very strong feelings about it and has written some extremely entertaining emails back to those poor, just out of university they're just researchers. Runners. 
They're just runners and they've been told, go find people. Bless them. But I have to say, I I find it so funny and I, I kind of love it when someone says, uh, after I say maybe what I do, I don't know if you've heard this before, uh, they will reply and say, oh, that sounds so interesting. Have you ever thought about trying to get on Brit's Got Talent? So many people say that. <laughs> just, so and you see them go about to do it and you're like, many. don't ask me, don't ask like, me. Don't say it. Because then you want to, you know, you don't want to be knob and basically say, well, I haven't gone on the last six times they've asked me. <laughs> so awful. Yeah, you know what I mean? No. It's absolutely brilliant. It's great entertainment and it's super brilliant for, for so many people. But I just think... Mm. Add some zeros to your fee, bitch. We are white, middle class, Oxford educated Who'd vote for us? People. We have... No, I've had a very happy childhood, yeah. a really lovely upbringing. Um, I, I don't... There's nothing. My there's, parents were very accepting of my sexuality. You know, we've had it... <laughs> Damn you, Mum. Pretty Damn easy. you. <laughs> we've got, you know, no. It's, you know, there's no dramas, so we don't really yeah. have much of a backstory. So, you know, we'll, 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 stand, we'll stand on our own. We'll stand They'd all four find on one. our own. They'd be like, feet. oh, she's from the North. Ooh. I know. Bleak. I mean... <laughs> I could not be from a more middle-class part of the North. It's absolutely ridiculous. That's not what they'd say. Timpoli. Timpoli, it's very leafy. They'd find somewhere. They'd uncover something dark about your past, I'm sure. I'm I'm still looking. Well, keep looking. (laughs) Keep keep looking. Keep looking. You'll find something. I am. I'll take me as you find me. (laughs) I don't know. Something like that. Um, See, you can't even understand her sometimes. I I just have to, like, get... I get Google I get Babelfish out and put what she says in. Find something. Translated to English. Um, <laughs> we've descended into nonsense. Just, well, I've just been mean. Nonsense. Bullying. We've descended into bullying, which is not the point of uh, what this was all meant to be about. No. We want to bully you to make changes in society <laughs> on our behalf while yes. we write more songs. Yes, exactly. Um, so I, I hope that that's been in any way interesting. Uh, but that's a bit of the background on, 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 on how we work and what we've done and why? Why? And I think you should listen to the fruits of our looms. <laughs> so there's this loom. <laughs> to explain that. <laughs> What's the name of that film? It's called Wanted and it's Angelina Jolie and okay. James McAvoy. James McAvoy, Angelina Jolie's Wanted. Just go watch that film and the entire time just imagine the film pitch Trying where to explain some it. poor writer... Okay, this is a massive spoiler alert, actually. We should say that. So if you've never seen the film Wanted and you want to have a really good surprise, stop listening now. Um, but, I mean, the plot could be summarised with the sentence, so there's this loom. <laughs> And that for us is now basically the the basis for that's that's shorthand for ludicrous pitch. Yeah, just ludicrous. Anything never ludicrous. Be allowed. Yeah, if you try to explain something and you can't think how to start, you, you just, just say, go. So well, there's, there's, this this, so there's this loom. Yeah. And, anyway. and it somehow shoots people. I don't. I still don't understand <laughs> the film. Kills. I've seen it's it three times. It's a deadly loom, and it weaves. Weaves death. Magic of death. I'm I don't sure. know. Yeah. Anyway, please enjoy the song, <laughs> we... <laughs> which has got nothing to do with the looms. <laughs> so there's the song. This is shout.
injustice. Tired of the schemes. The lies are disgusting. So what does it mean? You're kicking me down. I got to get up. As jacked as it sounds, the whole system sucks. Peek in the shadow, move into the light. You tell me I'm wrong, then you better prove you're right. You're selling out souls, but I care about mine. I gotta get stronger, and I won't give up the fight. Someone's always trying to start my baby crying, talking, squealing, lying, saying you just wanna be starting something. Shout.
So there you go. I hope you felt the need to shout and rage incandescently against the injustices and horrors of the world, yeah. as we did when we wrote the song. We did. We loved that one. That was, yeah, that, a, a bitch to sing. Yeah, but, but spine tingler. A, I mean, and, and in I terms of arrangement, yeah. we, it's one of our proudest, we isn't nailed it, it. Just, just kind of going there. We friggin' nailed it. <laughs> we nailed it. Um, yeah, thank you so much for listening. Yes. Um, please listen to all the other podcasts that we are doing about all the different songs that we've written. Because actually it's quite, it's really fun to just talk about, you know, why we do it. We don't talk about this with each other, do we? We just kind of do it do and it. then yeah. go our separate ways or go and have a wine. Absolutely. Yeah. Now we're doing both. Why not? <laughs> wine and podcast. Please do follow us if you don't already. I don't know how you've got here if you don't follow us, but please go and find us on Twitter. We're Frisky and, no, we're not. Frisky and Manish with an yeah. N. We tried to be and, but we weren't allowed that many no. characters. And Frisky and Manish on Facebook. Yeah. FriskyManish.co.uk, FriskyManish SoundCloud, FriskyManish Instagram, FriskyManish Vivo, FriskyManish, like, do a Tumblr, do a Vine. We don't have any of those things. Don't But you could. Send us them. We'd like to see them. It'll be like 2007. Vine's dead, yeah. Vine's died. Thank you very much for listening. Bye! If you'd like to support Frisky and Manish's future output, then you can download the songs featured on this podcast at iTunes, Spotify, or your favourite music streaming service. Probably not Tidal. You can also subscribe on YouTube, follow them on Facebook, or come and see a live show. Both of those are great options. This podcast was written and presented by Laura Corcoran and Matthew Floyd-Jones and produced by Barry Hilton. All rights reserved. Contact us for detailed copyright information. And don't sue us. Yeah!